listening to the Power Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have with us today a really, really fun show. I am actually really almost almost like ridiculously excited about this topic because I think it is a make or break it for um, success in business and the professions in pretty much in life. And so I'm super excited to have with us today, Brian Falchuk. We're going to be talking about daily self-improvement and he is the expert on these things. So his whole concept is do a day, right? And so it's like the idea of like, you know, you can try to eat the whole elephant or you can eat it one bite at a time. And I love this concept because I, I think anymore we're so overwhelmed with information and pacing and you know, in our world, frequencies and vibrations and speeding up of things and everything else that it's easy to get into this space of like, just, ah, what do I do? And so he's all about how to live a better life every day. And, and he can certainly back this up. So not only is he a best-selling author, but he's written articles for like Inc. Magazine, Chicago Tribune, LA Times. He's a TED Talk um, expert at this point, right? I mean, how many times do you have to do that before you become an expert? Um, anyway, he's, he's just fabulous. And I'm really excited to share him with you today and to dive into this topic. So please join me in welcoming to the show, Brian Falchuk. Welcome, Brian. Oh, thank you very much. Well, we're really excited to, obviously, to, to feature you and to talk about this topic. Um, but before we dive into that, let's just jump in and ask, what are your superpowers? So I, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it, but I think in simplicity, <laughs> like, I'm just kind of annoying. <laughs> um, but what I, what I mean is I, I don't accept the answers that are out there. I want to understand why. And I, I really, and I, I mean that mostly from the position of being someone's coach, um, trying to help them understand themselves. And I just, I help you probe yourself, which some people get annoyed by, but the reality is like, we're going to dig into stuff that I think you probably know under the surface, but you just may not be in touch with. And that is a key to moving yourself forward. <laughs> I love it. You're like, yeah, just kind of annoying. (laughs) I love it. I think that's a superhero. We should do like poke, but I'm not touching you. Poke, poke, poke. poke, I think my wife would agree, but probably for a different reason. (laughs) She's like, oh no, it's actually annoying. That's great. Uh, But it, but it's, but it's true, right? Like sometimes we're not, um, I don't know that everybody is equipped for that level of self-reflection or is skill. Maybe, maybe I should say we're all equipped for it. We're just not necessarily skilled in it. And I think you hit the nail on the head, especially as a coach, right? It's like, it's our job to say the things that people maybe don't want to face, but that they're ready to hear. And and so I really appreciate that. And and that, so, but not just, I mean, I'm getting from you, maybe I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, but it's not just like about the external environment, but I'd imagine you often turn that back on yourself also. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, I don't, I don't find myself annoying when I do this, but yeah, there's times where I need to just stop and say, you know, hang on, are you really in touch with what's going on here? Like, are mm-hmm. you really in touch with what's driving you to behave this way or choose this thing or feel this way about, you know, whatever's happening? And, and the answer is pretty much always no. And that's okay. That's a chance to just stop and reflect and try to get into the surface and learn what the heck's going on, even with yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think that, again, it, it's the, I've often said that my own self-doubt or self-introspect, you know, it's evolved over the years, it's, but it but very clearly started off as self-doubt when I was much younger. 
but, and it's evolved into just that introspection and the willingness to, to do that, to take that pause and say, okay, where's this off? Like what's going on here? And, and I often teach people, you know, if it's, if the projection is off a little bit, if it's, you know, if there's friction with friends or with other people or, um, or just something's not looking like the way that you'd prefer for it to look, it's a good opportunity for you to take that look inside um, and, and ask what's going on there. Um, you know, after shortly after Neva was born, Justin and I kind of agreed that she was like our barometer. Like if something's off mm-hmm. with her, like it's a pretty good indicator something's off with us, especially when she was a baby, you know, and it was like, what, what else could it be other than the response to something energetically going on internally for her or externally for us? But it, but it helped us to look first at, okay, are we good? Like vibrationally, are yeah. we good? And, and if not, then let's, let's look there first. Yeah. And kids are so attuned to that. So good for you for spotting that you now have this living barometer sitting amongst you. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was, um, it was really fascinating to approach it from that place because, you know, when you operate in some of these higher frequencies and in levels of self-dominion, it's like, you really can't blame anything else. And it's much easier just to get annoyed and just to get irritated with it. But, but for the most part, there's, there's, we always carry a piece of that also. I mean, if you're getting annoyed by it, then it's triggering something, right? Um, Otherwise you'd be able to kind of pass through it relatively unscathed is, is really my rule of thumb with it. Where did you, um, where, where did this concept of the do a day come from for you? It sounds so, um, I think on the surface, it sounds really simplistic, but in my experience, yeah. it, it is deeply, deeply complex to approach things from that way. Yeah, it's simply complex. Um, so it's, <laughs> I, I had, uh, I, I've grown up with a lot of anxiety. My parents got divorced when I was really little. And um, as a result of, of being that emotional barometer, right? Like I, I didn't really know how to deal with those feelings. And so I turned to food and I spent most of my life obese. Um, I lost weight towards the end of my teen years and I never, I still hadn't dealt with the emotional reasons why I was obese and why I was overeating in the first place. Fast forward a number of years, I was married, uh, had a two-year-old kid at that point and uh, the anxiety was all still there. And I'd slowly been gaining back some of the weight. I lost a hundred. I was now 50 pounds overweight again. Um, and, uh, there was this moment in 2011, my wife had become very sick with a chronic illness and her doctors gave up on her and she wasn't expected to make it more than a a couple more weeks. And, um, that, that was this moment that just brought clarity to me of like, what the heck am I doing with my life? I'm failing my wife. I'm certainly Mm -hmm. failing my son. Like I was, I was a miserable person to be around and that's certainly not what either of them needed given what was going on in our family. And it's not what I needed. Um, and so I woke up the morning after this final call from her primary care physician. who was like, Hey, I'm going on vacation. Nothing more to do. I'll talk to you in six weeks. I'm like, she's not going to be here in six weeks. Mm. So that, you know, that, that was quite a wake up moment for me. And what I discovered through that was, you know, my deeper why it forced, it forced that stuff all right up to the surface about what I really care about, what truly motivates me. And I had been missing that through my whole life. And I, I recognized like, this is a lifeline. And this is my one chance to grab hold of it and finally make the changes that I needed to make to actually get to a point of living my life and not just working in it. That, mm. that was when I started to do a day. So I, on a daily basis, I refocus myself on my why, on what really matters and what I'm actually seeking for my life. And then I make the decisions about what I do in my day around that. So, you know, it's, it's, 
am I, am I acting aligned with that intention? And of course, there's some things that I do that don't have anything to do with, you know, my ultimate purpose. Like there's some obligations in life, you know, paying bills or whatever. But if you really think about it, you know, do I like to pay the bills? Is that how I want to live my life? Well, <laughs> no, but at the same time, I like having a roof over my head. I like having heat in the winter and air conditioning in the summer. And I like being able to provide food and clothing and, you know, all, all, all the good things that we enjoy in life to my family and to myself. So there's bills that need to be paid with that. So yeah, and in an indirect way, I am living aligned with the purpose of the kind of life that I want to have. So it's, mm-hmm. it's on this daily basis. And like all those things are too big, you know, losing a hundred pounds, <laughs> paying, paying for a house, like they're all giant things that those are all elephants. So on a daily basis, you're not paying off your mortgage. You're not losing hundred pounds. You're not, you know, what, whatever the other major things that either are challenges to you or things that you will face for the rest of your life or for a good number of years to come. You don't have to worry about all of it right then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I had a similar experience. You know, my story was just kind of looking for that perfect job, you know, for so long, that's kind of what drove me. And then when I found myself as a counterintelligence agent, you know, kind of running around chasing spies, I remember uh, it was one day, I think we were cleaning weapons or something like something just menial, right? It was just like, ah, and it's like, really, I worked so hard to get to this place in my life where I'm like cleaning this weapon or I'm uh, writing a report or whatever. And it dawned on me similar to what you're talking about was that, yes, but it was in service to something bigger. And that was, yes. that was kind of why that job was like this culminating moment in my existence, because I could always say like it was in service to national security, which, you know, was a pretty big deal for where I was sitting at the time. And it was, I could, that was the first time I remember where I could, I could trace the direct line from even the little tasks and the day-to-day, you know, like, do I really want to be doing this? But, but in service to this bigger thing. And I, and I think that oftentimes, especially in some of the more like woo-woo self-development circles, we, we kind of, bought this whole story of like, you know, you have to follow your passion and live your passion. It's like, okay, great. But, but let's, let's get a little bit more detail oriented with that and say, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, you know, I, there, there's a lot that goes into developing a successful systemized, sustainable, scalable business, you know, and, and not, you're not necessarily going to love all those pieces, but you can certainly draw the connection between that and being in service to the bigger image. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we need to take a quick break. I want to jump. Um, I really want to explore some of these concepts and help people see how they can start adopting this really, I, I love it because it's such a methodical way of looking at things, you know, this idea of daily self-improvement. But before we jump into a break, let's um, let's tell people where they can find out more about you. So um, the easiest place to find me is at doadaybook.com. So, you know, we're talking about do a day and I've written a book by that name. So Hopefully that's easy to remember. And I link everything else that I do up there. Um, I also have brianfelchart.com, but then you got to figure out how to spell my name. So just <laughs> doadaybook.com. That's, uh, that's probably the easiest way to do it. I love it. All right. Awesome. Well, we're, we've been talking with Brian Falchuk today about daily self-improvement. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, he, we're going to walk you through exactly how you can get started thinking about things in this simply complex manner. So stay with us and we will be right back. 
Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You've been listening to the Superpower Podcast. We're talking today with Brian Falchuk about daily self-improvement. So before the break, we talked about, and again, it's like the best word I have to describe what you're talking about is like this methodical approach and it's just like da 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 but not in the wah 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 kind of framework but the really like okay check this box check this box and kind of like breaking it down so so if people know that they're kind of prone to this this everything in the kitchen sink approach to life and they're feeling overwhelmed by that what what are some of the things they can start doing like right now that that help to simplify their existence for them yeah so if you have some major thing that you're facing that that you know, it's really big or it's really long or big and long. Um, you have to, you have to break it into today's effort. So, you know, I, I use my weight loss example a lot because it's really tangible and I think a lot of people can relate to it, but this really applies to anything. Um, I could use running as an example, like one of the, the best tricks for runners, if you're getting really tired, you don't want to go on and you still have a ways to go is you pick some spot out in the visible distance. That's not so far away, but is up ahead and you run to that. So like, you know, you pick a street sign a block away and you run to that. And before you get there, you pick the next one. So before you, you know, you just come to an end, you've already set your intention on the next bit. It's the same thing with, with weight loss or anything else is, you know, I'm not losing a hundred pounds when I wake up today. And for years, that's the way I saw it. And that's why I could never start because that is so unbelievably daunting and you will absolutely fail every single day, which is just not, that's not a recipe for success. I don't need to do that. Today, I just need to wake up and make choices that support me losing 100 pounds. I need to exercise. I need to eat better. I need to think more positively about myself and my capabilities so I feel that positive energy of my success and moving forward towards my weight goal. So it's, it's about looking at in today's context only, what is it you need to achieve? And what's really crucial, and I talk about this a lot in Do A Day and in my coaching work, is we need to let go of two specific things that tend to hold all of us back. That's all of the past. So the pain of failure or things that we've experienced, hurt that we've had, or you know, things we've lost. You know, if you need to eat better today, did you screw up last night? And are you beating yourself up for that? Well, that negativity, that 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 uh, self, you know, the self like beating yourself up, that's not gonna help you do better today because you're going to bring all this sort of depression into the current context. And the same thing with the future. You know, you, you bust your hump and you get down to, you know, you, you've lost a pound today. That's great. You still have 99 to go. That is just about as daunting as the hundred pounds was, but it doesn't matter because none of that stuff ha- is happening right now. So you let go of yesterday and you let go of tomorrow. And that's why I say do a day. Like it's about today and it's always today. It's never yesterday. And it's never tomorrow. Those things don't <laughs> matter. 
So it's, it's ultimately a choice to just live in the current moment, be mindful of that, stay connected to your purpose, and do what you have to do in this day in support of your bigger goals. Beautiful. So when you're working with clients, how many times does it come up that that's it's just not that's just not sexy? Like that's just not the fun stuff, right? That's just, like like it, it's striking me as you're talking that we don't like we're this instant gratification society, right? Yeah. So we don't want the to chunk it down. We want the jump off the edge of the cliff and fly, right? So we just want to be so, done. Yeah. So yeah. you know how, how do you how do you manage that with your clients? Well, so I don't just jump right into it. So I start with a lot more work on values and because you have to understand what really matters to you. You have to understand yourself at a values level or none of the rest of it's going to work because you won't even know why you're doing it. And even if you can get yourself an interim motivation, like, you know, losing weight for your wedding or do, like busting your hump at work so that you get the big promotion or, or the big raise or whatever, as soon as that, that like time bound goal is gone, what do you have left? So we got to move past those things and find the true, enduring, deep, profound motivators that exist within you, not externally and you know, not, not these ultimately frivolous things out there. So I spent a lot more time on that upfront work and getting people to, you know, we're, not only are we a very like instant gratification society, but we're also very self-deprecating. Like we don't take compliments. We, you know, you hear people at work all the time, like competing over who worked more and who's more miserable. And the winner is the one who's like, you know, get the worst boss and puts in more hours. We need to get to a place of more positivity about ourselves. So mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time on self-love, self-respect, self-value, and your, your true motivators. When you get to a place of being comfortable with those things and being in touch with them, you don't want a quick fix. Because you're operating mm -hmm. at such a, a more powerful level, you want to really move your life forward. And you, you appreciate, because you've just gone through this journey to understand yourself, you appreciate the value of the journey to better yourself at the same time. So I don't really have that issue because I don't just start with like, okay, we're not going to get you anywhere. You know, like tomorrow, <laughs> you're not going to see any difference. It's like a, a hair growing problem. Like you don't notice that your hair is getting longer, right? Hopefully. <laughs> I, I noticed that my hair is falling out, but that's a different kind of problem. <laughs> that's a different thing altogether. Yeah. I love it. You're like, you're like, aren't you glad you hired me? We're really not going to do anything. That's cool. Yeah. You'll be all right. It's, it's uh, that annoying. It's that annoying superpower. <laughs> and it works. The, yeah. uh, we're seeing it in action, but the, it, I, I think that's such a powerful thing. And it, you know, so, so the big takeaway I, from that piece is, you know, be, at least as honest with yourself as you can possibly be. And I think that's where, you know, intuitive coaches and people who can kind of see around you and, and don't really listen to the pretty story you're, you're portraying, but can rather feel underneath of that are so incredibly powerful because we fool ourselves all the time. I remember going through a big part of my journey and what was shocking was how much of this, like how many layers to the story there was and where the real motivation was coming from. And when you, when you start to deconstruct things, I, I think that you, you said it very eloquently, was it, it shifts what the goal is. So if the goal is just the weight loss, then of course we just want the weight gone. But if the goal is the journey through the weight loss so that it can be fully integrated and complete, then every day is a, an accomplishment of that. Yeah. And, and so it, it alters the conversation completely. I, and that's such a great lens to look through. And so folks, when you're, 
you know, I, I get that a lot of us set out to manifest or to alter the projection in some way. Like that is our goal is to create more money or whatever, whatever it is that, that drives you. It almost always in, um, in terms of changing the projection, but ironically the projection itself doesn't change until you no longer need it to reflect what it's been reflecting. And so it is an internal game, a hundred percent. And, and while you may see some gains and Brian talked about this, where he had experienced the loss of weight, but then it came back, you know, and, and why did it come? And so, so, yeah. so you start to see how sure you can do it, but if, if your goal is still the end result versus who am I when I step fully into that, then it, you know, those are different strategies. Yeah. Oh, and, and, I, and, and I can see how you're mitigating yeah. the internal resistance by approaching it that way. It's very brilliant. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta cut you off to throw this out there. Cause this is why it gets exciting. Um, and I had this awesome coaching call last night and so I, I wasn't just annoying. I had the woman in tears just because it like it, it's deep stuff. annoying and sound combative sound, no it wasn't you should, it wasn't you like should work with him it wasn't it wasn't combative so much it's just like we, we i i brought out so many upsetting things for her oh, that, beautiful. Yeah. but it was but it needed it needed to happen but where where we left things and this is where i'm like i'm giddy right now it's like you you will when you get in touch with this stuff and you understand it weight loss is completely irrelevant like she was like yep. how do you maintain your weight loss i'm like i don't I'm not like, a fat huh? guy. I'm, I'm not, I'm not spending my life trying not to be fat anymore. I'm mm-hmm. just a healthy person. I'm not in maintenance. I'm just better. So when mm-hmm. you get in touch with this stuff, the weight just falls off and the mm-hmm. bad job goes away and you get to do what you actually care about and the bad relationships are gone. And it, you know, like when you're aligned with your purpose, your life aligns too. So that's Beautiful. what gets really exciting. And that's mm-hmm. where like the tears stop and people are like, okay, yeah, I want to do another session with him. I wasn't so sure five minutes ago. Yeah, but, <laughs> it was really annoying a minute ago, but now yeah. it's cool. <laughs> but it is like that. That's that's the power of it, and that was the difference the first time around. Is like I spent my life in fear of getting fat again. My relationship mm-hmm. to food was like, oh no, if I eat that, what's going to happen? Can I eat that? I really want to eat that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you end up obsessing about it, and I just I don't care. It just is. It's irrelevant to me. Yeah. Like, I'm just I'm just better. It's like I don't crave things really. I love it. Well, and, and I'm laughing at the crying thing. Like I, at one point yeah. I threatened to like create these like buttons that said, Tonya made me cry or like hashtag Tonya made me cry. <laughs> like, 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 you, you know, it's a good day when you've got someone in tears, but it's, it's the, you know, that's such a powerful thing. And, and the way I describe it is just really, it just is like, it becomes such this, um, out, out, outward expression of the, what what we call, you know, the self-dominion piece of, of that freedom within, of the sanctuary within, of, of all of that alignment that occurs, it, it just is. Like, it couldn't be any other way once you have that level of solidity around it. And that's true transformation. And yeah. so I appreciate that you're giving voice to all that. So, so let's leave folks with one last bit of advice before we have to cut off. All right. So I'm going to give a quickie. That's, this is the first step I do with everyone. It's on that self-love point. Um, I tell people to stop the butt. And what I mean by that is like, I, I love, like I'm, I'm cracking you up tonight. This is awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> Not that butt, just be Oh, um, darn. So here's, here's the, here's the whole point of it is this is part of that self-deprecation. When, when there's a nice thought about you in the world, our inclination is to dismiss it. So it's like, if, if you make dinner for someone and they compliment you, like, you know, so often it's like, oh, thanks, but I burnt the chicken. 
or things, but I, I, that's what, you know, either that's what we do or, or say it to the next person who has you over dinner and watch, like they're going to dismiss something about it. Mm-hmm. So it's just pronounced things. As soon as the word, but forms in your head, stop it. You know, like you look really good today. Oh, thanks. But you know, this dress mate, no, it's just thanks. And if just you can't say you. that, how about just like, I'm glad you like it. You can at mm. least be happy for the other person's enjoyment and little by little, taking away that negativity, taking away that desire to put yourself down or to dismiss the good about you allows the good to exist. And that starts to help you feel better about yourself. So that's like Mm. step one little exercise I give people is just stop the butt. Mm, I love that. And and it's like, let that be a full sentence, you know? And um, it's, it's, it's no different than the conversations we take typically women, but, uh, but it's applicable to men too, obviously the conversation that no is an entire sentence, you know, just just no, like that's enough. Like you can just simply say that. And um, I I love that you bring that up. I made it a pact a few years ago to only speak what was true only. And and it was like, and and you catch yourself and it's like the hardest one for me was when people die, you know? And it's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm actually not sorry. Like I don't have that, that kind of feeling around death that, that sorry would even enter into it. It's like, it's like, I'm, you know, I, it so it took me a while to figure out what can I say that is in resonance for me, but that also allows the other person to feel held and, and supported in it. But but you start to see all of the really toxic ways that we communicate, um, and and like that self dismissal, the, the like yes, but you know, and it's it's not good enough, and it's like what, whoa, 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 like yes, it it is, and it's it's all that and more. So that's a really really great. Um, step that people can take right now, just really be cautious about how you're receiving things. And so the stop the butt is a great, <laughs> I'm never going to forget that, which, which, yeah. is, which makes it absolutely perfect. So Brian, let's tell people again, one more time where they can go to find out more about you. Yeah. So just head to doadaybook.com. Everything's there. And there's a, a great exercise just to start you on your path of figuring out what actually matters to you. If you just go to doadaybook.com slash the exercise free download. It's not too long, but whatever answers you put in those boxes, come back to it the next day, ask yourself why and push yourself a level, a level deeper than that. Mm, Beautiful. Well, Brian, thank you so much. I I was so excited to share you with our audience and, and, and I, it was, I was not disappointed with the conversation. So thank you for joining us and for sharing your wisdom. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. I'm glad you weren't disappointed with the conversation. Hopefully not annoyed. And you, you weren't even that annoying. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we've been talking with Brian Falchuk today about daily self-improvement. Folks, go and check out his stuff. Take him up on the concept of, you know, stopping the butts. I, I think that that was brilliant. And, um, and just, just make a pact with yourself to, to, you know, chunk it down and really be clear about what your goals are. And to, and to start walking toward them. You know, you don't have to get there right now in this moment. A lot of, there's a lot of fun and discovery in the journey. Um, so enjoy that, Brian. Again, thank you so much. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for listening. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.